Yeah. Um, so we're learning that the, the witnesses who saw the new moon were questioned to make sure that they saw what they said they saw, especially once you offer food. Maybe people would just go for the food and they didn't actually see the moon. <laughs> what moon? Well, what are you, what are you talking? What are you so talking? we had an open house today and, they, and, we, and the guy came and we served um, cold cuts for Steve and there were like 40 people that came. They just came for the food. Really? Okay. Yeah. So they, you have to make sure you got a serious uh, witness over here. Yeah. So the basin would ask them questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always so, how high in the sky, where exactly did you see this moon? Where did it lean towards? So, Tanikad, one view was Lisvona, if he said to the north, Lidroma to the south, Lo Omerklum. Then the Gemara said, We learned it's supposed to be the other way around. Lidroma, if he said to the south, it's good, Lisvona, Lo Omerklum. So, it's low kasha, it's not a different kanbiyam, it depends on the time of year whether it's in the summertime or it's in the wintertime. Now, there's a huge Rashi here. It's the only time I've seen that Artsko wants to disagree with Rashi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, Rashi says it's a tough Rashi over here, so it's almost like he gave up. Um, but, um, but basically, it has to do with the, uh, what does it mean to the north and to the south? You know, the moon doesn't... Um, uh, and there is an adjustment for seasons. The, the Gemara itself is easy to learn, but how to figure out what Rashi was saying is a little bit more complex. Tanarabon, what do you do if the witnesses aren't... Ag- uh, we are seven lines from the top. What do you do if the witnesses aren't on the same page? One of them said, oh, now these were farmers. They ta- talked about ox goads. Amardea was an ox goad. <laughs> so that was a measurement. Oh, it's about an ox... It's funny because the sky, you, it's an ox goat high in the sky. It means about, you know, I don't know, ox goat is like um, the width of a plow, like 10 feet, 8 feet. So he was saying it's like two ox goats in the sky. So one of them says it's two ox goats high, and the other one said, no, it was three. So edus and kayamas. We can still accept it and assume they both were seeing the same thing. But uh, it wasn't an exact measurement. They weren't measuring the moon. So if they're one ox goat off, no big deal. Oh, that, they're, they're referencing that on the horizon. On the horizon, oh, that's right. Echad Omer Gimel, one of them said three and one of them said five. They're too far apart, Edith and the size of the ox. That's very yeah. similar we, <laughs> we had when they talked about the Sha'a. Mm-hmm. That's right, exactly, exactly, that's right. Uh, but... Even though they're no, uh, even though we can't use them for this testimony because they they don't jive, but they could testify. So Rashi learns it means that what happens if you get another witness that said I saw three ox goats? Oh, I just met a guy who saw the three. Okay, we'll put the two of you together. That's what it means. So you could use him for another testimony. That's the way Rashi learns. That's what Tosus learns. Very good. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, let's see, Rashi, I would start from the Sacheris. Echad mehen mitztaref im echad achar shiyomer kamosa. Rashi is all the way down after that long Rashi that I conveniently skipped. <laughs> so, but, uh, so that's the way Rashi learns that it, these two, obviously, you need two witnesses that say the same testimony. So even though they disagree, you can use one together as part of a different, uh, if, if another witness comes and saw it at the same point in the sky, you can accept that. So Tosus brings this as a little bit of a different twist. The problem here is that it sounds like one of them is lying. 
because they, they, you know, one of them said, this is where it is, and the other one said, no, it was over here. And they're too far apart. So you might have thought, we shouldn't accept either one of these for another testimony, because until we solve this puzzle, uh, you know, there's, there, so that's part of the question here. Okay. Tan Rabbani. What happens if they saw the moon in the water? So I was thinking about this, depending on where you're located, if you're looking out over the water and the moon is rising on the horizon, so you actually would start to see the reflection in the water. So if you see the moon and or, he said, I saw the moon, Bashashis. So what's Bashashis? So there's an old French Rashi. Rashi says, Candelabalaz. You see it in the reflection of the lantern. In other words, you have some kind of, I don't know why you would, I guess you're looking at your lantern and you see the, the moon you know, in there, and then, but you don't see it directly, but you saw it through your lantern, through your candle. A reflection. Or you see it behind the clouds. You can't testify. So by the way, uh, for um, when we do uh, Kiddush Levana, uh, it's a little bit more lenient. Uh, we do allow the moon behind the clouds, depending sometimes. In other words, uh, but this, to, to clear the new moon, it's got to be clear. You can't just a light behind the clouds that won't do the trick. Uh, even with the new, uh, even Kiddush Levana, you have to know. But in other words, but it, um, sometimes it's cloudy, and we, we accept a pretty weak moon. <laughs> but we know where the moon's supposed to be. Correct. And you see that it's the moon. It's just sometimes behind the clouds a little bit. So if it juts out, that's usually enough to. But for Kiddush Levana, we're saying behind the clouds is not going to pass muster. Uh, you're going to oh, test for, for declaring the new moon. Thank you. For declaring the moons, it's not going to work. Now, what about if it's only 50-50? Half in the water, half in the, in the clouds, half in the reflection. You can't, that's no good. So Gamora said, Hashta cool. If you saw the whole thing, we said it's no good. Certainly if you see half. No, what we meant is the following. How come? Half in the water and half in the sky. Or half in the clouds and half in the sky. Or half in the reflection and half in the sky. So again, you are testifying in front of the basin. You've got to have seen the whole, the whole moon. Re'inu, what happens if you saw it? V'shuv lo re'inu. And then you went to get a better look, and you don't see it. Have you ever did that sometimes? The guy says, oh, there's a Levana out there. Everybody comes out, and it's gone. Everybody's looking at that guy. What is he saying, right? Well, so, you got five people who went off and hanging Everybody else there. Yeah, right. So what happens if he doesn't see it? So aim in no love. We won't let him testify, because when he went to look at it, it disappeared. So Morris says, well, you've got to, like, see the moon the whole time. I mean, when he's walking to Yushalayim, he's not going to be looking up at the moon. So what does it mean? He's got to, like, he, he's got to, like, keep on seeing it. This is what it means to say. Let's say he saw it without thinking he was seeing it. He wasn't planning on being a witness for the new moon. It, it, he just happened to, huh? is that what I think it is? And then he goes to look, and he tries to look and think. They're going to ask me questions. I'm going to need to know how many ox goats in the sky is it. And I'm going to have to you know, tell everybody, I'll see you later. Uh, well, and it's not there, then he can't testify my time. What's the reason? Maybe what he saw was um, a white cloud. He didn't see the moon. I thought this meant a shooting star. And I thought I saw somebody say that. But basically, what he saw disappeared. 
so that's when he can't testify. It's, it's got to be that he, he gets a real good look at it thinking. In other words, he sees it without really thinking very much. And then he says, you know what? That's the new moon. And let me have a, oops, it's gone. So then we, we say maybe he saw a, a, like a light flicker or a white cloud. He calls it a white cloud. I don't know what a white cloud is, but that's the way Rashi seems it's to learn. A cloud that you Right, right, I guess so. Right, right. It could be a little sliver of cloud. A little sliver of cloud could be the mistake of the little sliver of a moon. Right, right. A few Shabbos days ago, I saw, like, there was, in, like, Shabbos morning, I saw clouds, and in between the clouds, there was a moon, a new moon day. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it anymore. Uh, so Maybe it was a UFO. Thank right. you, Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that, therefore, we don't accept that. We've got to be sure of what, what he sees. You're right. Okay, new mission. Rosh Be- All right, so now he got his testimony. We've accepted it. Now what? So Rosh Bezdin, the head of the Bezdin, says, Makudish. He says, great. That's it. Uh, we see the new moon. It's holy. The Kola Am, and everybody there says, Makudish, Makudish. That's the ceremony. Now, Bein Shinir Bismano. Now, they did this ceremony, whether it was the, uh, the earlier day, Bein Shalon Hir Bismano, even if it's the... The, the longer month, if they didn't see it the first day, either way, the base that is Mechadosh. That's the first opinion. Allah Zabrit Sadak says, If you don't see it the first day, then you don't even need to sanctify it the second day because there's only two choices here. If you don't see it the first day, it's going to be the second day. It's like Hashem sanctified it. So there's a big argument here. Like one view is, that no matter what, even if you know it's coming the second day, there's no other choice, or it was there the first day, Bayesden still needs to sanctify it. Uh-huh. And the other view is, no, it's not needed. So where did the Mishnah learn this from? Where did, where did we know it from? He taught in the name of Yosef It says that Moshe announced uh, the Rosh Chodesh. Mikan, Sharosh Beisden. Moshe was the Rosh Beisden. So you see that the head Hancho, the head of the Beisden, he's the one who has to announce it. Om Mekudosh. And then it says, Vikola Am, and all the people there, they say, Mekudosh, Mekudosh, Menolan. How do you know that? Om Repapa, Om Akra, Asher Tikra, Osam, Kori Itam. Those that are with him, they also have to declare it. Reb, um, Reb Nachma Yitzchak, he says, Eluhei Moadai, Heim Yomru Moadai. He says, they say Moadai. All right, so that's, we, we see that the head has to declare it, and all the spectators have to declare it. How do you know the spectators say it twice? Mekudish, Mekudish, Trezimdi, Lameli, how do you know they say it twice? Dixi Mikro'e, plural, Kodesh. They will call it Kodesh, Kodesh. So again, that's all inferred from the Tzutim. He said, if they don't see it on the first day, on the 29th, the new moon, uh, then they don't need to sanctify it the next day. Now we're going to see a whole bunch of opinions. Tani, we got a new rabbi here. His name is Plimo. Tani Plimo. I think, I don't know how you pronounce it, but we'll call him Plimo. Tani Plimo Omrizmano Ein Makishino. He goes the opposite. He said, if you see it on time, you don't sanctify it. Shalom is mano. If it's not in the right time, makdishno stuff. So that's the exact opposite of what we had in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we had when you see it early, the first day, then you're Makadish, and not the second day. He says, you don't do it the first day, you only do it the second day. Larry Shimon says, bain kaku, bain kak, ain makdishno He says, neither. He says, shinamra. How does he know that? Because it says, 
when you have a jubilee year, when you have the yoivol, Beisdin declares the yoivol. Beisdin was only in the business of year sanctifying. He learns that uh, Beisdin didn't sanctify the months. So we have rabbis all over the place. So how do we hold? He says that Lacha was like Rav Lazar Tzadik in the Mishnah, that you only do it the first day, not the second day. Now, I'm kind of curious what the far would be for doing the second day, but not the first day. That's the one I can't understand. I can't get what did Rashi what come to the rescue? Oh, so Rashi says, Bismano ein makdishin chizuk. He says, that's the day that you expected it. In other words, that's the day when it was supposed to be come. And so if you see it that day, you don't need Bezdin to sanctify it. Rashi seems to say, it's like, um, of course, that's when, it's if it was seen on the day that people didn't expect it. But the, but the day is around, the lunar month is about 29 and a half months. So to say that you expect it, that's why the O also had Tom, had Tom Gresson decided that Bismano means 29 and, mm-hmm. you know, and there's something else that means 30. Because, because some months are going to be 30. Whether It's not about whether the witnesses happen to see them 29. They, you know, 29 and a half days might get you into the 30th day anyway. So it's not always... This mano. This mano. It doesn't seem to me anyway. Just, you know, um, I'm not sure how to answer that. I hear what you're asking. Um, but um, we're calling the 29th day this man that we expected. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's the way the more is assuming. You're saying why, is it, but that might be most of the year, but not every month, I think, right? I think I would think every other month on average it would be this mano, and every other month on average 30th would be this mano. Uh, I'll have to think about that. Probably every fourth month. Yeah. So, uh, so. Um, no, it's so uh, we said that Talach is like the Mishnah, that you're Makadish at the first day, but not the second. So, and Abai wants to bring a proof to that. We learned like that. If based in Yisrael, if based in Yisrael, what happens if uh, the, they, the witnesses show up and they, they testify in front of based in and everybody's there? But there wasn't time for, they, the Rosh Beisden was, wasn't available. They had to get him. He was the elder. They, whatever. Something took a long time. And by the time he got there, it was getting close to sunset. And he didn't have a chance to say Mikudish Ad Shechashka. Whoops. Too late. Too late. <laughs> so, Mubar, sorry guys, it's going to be tomorrow. Rosh Kodesh will be tomorrow. Mu'uber in Mikudish Lo. We're saying that... Um, the, the second day is, is called, we're saying that it's like, if, you, if they didn't get a chance to do it the first day, then the second day is going to be it. But we, it doesn't imply you need to sanctify it for the second day. It implies the second day is always the default. If for whatever reason you don't sanctify it the first day, it's automatic the second day. So that proves the opinion of the Mishnah. The Mora says, no, we don't accept the proof. Over really, they do have to sanctify it even on the second day, and it's not a proof that you don't have to. I, why did it say it this way? Silka, I would have thought, I would have thought, you know, everybody saw this. Everybody heard this. So maybe it's the fact that they didn't say Makudish, so what? The whole idea of saying Makudish is to announce it. But maybe you don't need to announce it when everybody sees it, below Levru. Maybe they don't need to make it go to the second day at all. So we just meant to say that it's too bad. Even though everybody heard, everybody knew, we're all waiting for the elder to get up there and declare, but somehow he didn't make it before sunset. 
it, even though everybody knew, it ends up pushing off to the second day. Kamash Milan, that uh, even though they knew, it wasn't declared. It has to go through the declaration of the Jewish people. Okay. New Mishnah. Sura Demus Suris Levona, the uh, Levana, they, uh, the images, there were uh, uh, images of the moon that Reb Gamliel had, the tavla. He had them on his board, Ubekosal, and on the wall. But we also he kept them up in the attic. He had, uh, Reb Gamliel was the head of the court, and uh, he had, show and tell, he had these different models of the moon to show the witnesses. Shebehed Mars Eziotis. And he would show them to the witnesses. It's like the eye doctor, because did yeah, you see this yeah, one yeah, or did you see that one? That's right. <laughs> was it like this or was it like that? Which one is better? So that's this way, because um, sometimes a person couldn't describe. They knew what they saw, but they didn't, you know, like this. Well, what's like this? You know, so he said, he pulls out the drawer, and he goes up to the attic, he says, did it look like this? Or did it, you know, uh, you know, and so the person is able to show, and so therefore he was able to get an accurate reading. So now the more is a very interesting Gemara. The more has an interesting problem. Uh, we're not into making images, of, especially not of things that the pagans worship. And they, they worship the sun and the moon. So how could he have uh, pictures? How could he have images of the moon, statues and of the moon? Uh, isn't that, how is that permitted? Right? How is he allowed to do that? Umishari. Is it permitted? Vaksiv lo tasen iti. It's a pusik that don't make things like me. Lotasin kedmus shimshi. Do not, uh, uh, the Jewish people is commanded not to make things in the image of the, um, of the things in the heavens. Those, they're called, my, they, they serve Hashem because um, Hashem gives them rules. You know, the sun rises every morning and the star comes out and each star has its orbit. They all follow the rules that Hashem made for them. So they're called Shamashim. They're Hashem's servants. You're not allowed to make uh, things in their image. He says, it's only forbidden to make something that would be to scale. Kiditanya, for example. There's a different Easter that you're not supposed to make your house like an exact replica of the base of Mikdash. You shouldn't make your house exactly the size of the sanctuary, or Aksadra, or the antechamber like the, the Tavnus Ulam, or to make your courtyard like the Azara, or Shulchan to make your table exactly the same as the table in the temple of Menorah, Kenega Menorah. Avo, but what you could do, Avo says, we turn the page, you could do a Menorah Shokamisha of five branches, Shoshisha of six branches, Shoshmon or eight branches. But, but of seven, then you're guilty of making a menorah just like the one in the base of Mikdash. A few, now what if you're not making it out of gold? So it's not similar. The menorah that you're forbidden to make is a gold menorah. Any other metal, he says, would be forbidden. Because as long as, we don't, we don't it doesn't have to be that it's gold. Any metal works would be forbidden. Rabbi Yossi Yudha says, he said, you can't even make it out of wood, lo yasa. Why? You see that the Chashmonoim, when they uh, reconquered the Beis HaMikdosh from the Greeks, uh, they did not have anything pure, and they were very poor, they made a wooden menorah. So you see that wood is kosher. 
He says you got the story wrong. You bring me a proof. Those weren't wood. Those were iron spits. And the iron wood, the spits wouldn't have looked very nice for the menorah. So what they did was they covered the spits with tin. Apparently, it, they, some people thought it was wood. I don't know how tin looks like wood, but that, that was the story. Heshiru, when they got a little more wealthy, Asu Shokesev. Then they, they made a silver menorah. Chazri Heshiru, they got even more washers. Let's see some Rashis here. Um, let's see. Kederich Asu Malko Beis Kashmonoi. It's about 10 lines down. Shegavru Yadam Ali Yavonim. When they defeated the Greeks, Yushalayim, and they and they kicked them out of Yushalayim, the Tiras Amigdush, and they purified the base Amigdush, Vahayuanium, they were poor. They they couldn't afford to have a gold menorah just like that. So Baboyitz, what is that? Shitina. It's like tin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see the tosis. Uh, why does it call them Shpudim? A Shpud is a spit. A spit is something that you use to roast meat on. I'm sure they didn't use the actual spit uh, for the menorah. So why did the Gemara call it a spit? Tosus wants to know. Tosus, how did Kari Leishbudim Bishum Shaloya Gavim Kaftarem Uprachim? Because it didn't have the bells and whistles and the pomegranates and the flowers. The real menorah had had all those little um, the the flowers and the pomegranates and the uh, cups. It had all those designs. So this was a quick job. So it was just a plain pole. So since it was a plain pole, they called it a spit, just to let you know that they didn't, they, even though ideally, I suppose, they would have made that if they had time. Ella Oh, I'm sorry. Right, Tosa says you only use that if you're using gold. If you're making it out of gold, then you need the bells and whistles, and the bells and the pomegranates and all that stuff. But if you're making it out of another metal, then it's just straight. Like it says over there. Okay, back to the Gemara. So, again, he was explaining why it was called the spit. He means it was not decorated. It didn't have the fancy uh, flowers and cups and pomegranate, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Veshamashin, she'i epshilasas kamosin. Now, those um, servants of Hashem that it's impossible to make exactly like them, is it still permitted? Fatanya, we learned the following, lotasaniti, lotasik, and mushimshi. You are forbidden to make images in the images of my servants, Hamishamshin Lefane Bamaram. You're not allowed to make images of those that serve under Hashem up high, anything like the, the angels or anything like that, you're not allowed to do. And obviously, we don't know what an angel looks like, so how could, you know, uh, that's like the Michelangelo thing. You're not allowed to make images of what you would think an angel would look like. Um, we know a little bit in, in Yechaskel, he describes you know, the wings and a little bit, but it, we really have no idea what the angels look like. So, He says it's only forbidden if you make the four sides together of the throne. Uh, that's what's forbidden. But if you want to do um, something else, uh, if it's not, since it's not going to be the scale, that would be okay. Uh, if that's true, uh, if it's only forbidden, if you do all four, you should be allowed to make a human, a human statue. We learned that you're allowed to make faces. You're allowed to make monkey faces. You're allowed to make elephant faces. You can't make human faces. I learned this 
in Abaye's class, Lotasen Iti, Iti is extraterrestrial, but it also means Lotasen Osi, don't make me. And a human is in the image of Hashem. It's really fascinating. You can't make, uh, uh, if you make a human, you're making somebody in the image of a Hashem. And therefore, human faces are not permitted. This is where the, um, um, there were people that were strict even about dolls, to, uh, you know, not to have a doll that was an exact replica of a human. And they would, uh, in some way, make it that it wasn't totally, like, the more, today they make dolls even more human than they were in, in ancient times, like, uh, you know, the... Uh, Didn't the children have baby faces too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that a human face? Um, somebody talks about the cherubs. One second. Well, let's keep on going, and we'll talk. We'll talk about it a little bit. Somebody talks about the cherubs. Okay. Are you allowed? So right now, the only thing you can't make is a human face. or the four, the all four, the you know, the eagle, the um, uh, the lion, the human, or the four, the and the calf. You can't do that. But are you allowed to do the other ones? You're not allowed to make any of the higher, higher angels that serve in front of Hashem, like the Ofanim and the Shrafim, the Chayas HaKodesh, and Malach HaEsharis. You're not allowed to make any of those images. So um, if you can't make those images, then you shouldn't be allowed to make any of the higher images. Um, Again, I don't think we really know what the Srafim and the Chayas but if somebody thought he was doing... It's a funny thing. Does it mean if you use your imagination what those angels look like and then you try to do a... Um, or but it would just be your imagination. There's nothing to base it on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you would do that, but should somebody try to uh, imitate those angels and create those forms and worship them, or, or then it would be free. There's those that are in the upper sky with the Almighty, but the ones in the lower sky, like the sun and the moon and the stars, those are okay. So the Morris said, are they okay? Are the stuff in the lower sky, not up in the heavens, are they okay? That when it says in the heavens, it includes the sun and the moon and the stars that are forbidden. And the word ma'al, the rabbis malachai so clearly, you're not allowed to make moons, and you're not allowed to make suns, or, or the sun, or stars. So Gemara said, no. That's not talking about making them. of them. That's talking about worshipping them. Really, you're not allowed to make images of the divine angels. You are allowed to make images of the sun, and the moon, and the stars. I, we learned that you can't. That means you're not allowed to worship any of them. So Gemara said, to worship? Afilu shoshal cotton. You can't even worship a worm. It's unbelievable. They, they had idolaters that worshipped a worm. Um, it's not like a funny god. But they had it. You know, they, they really bizarre things they worshipped. So more said, Enechanami, you're right. Ditanya, how do we know you can't worship anything? Asher ba'aretz, anything on the land. This includes hills of Gavosuyam and Narasafikim. You're not allowed to make images of the mountains and the valleys and the rivers and the vegeus and mitachas. Lerabu shoshul katan, or even something underneath the heavens, even like a worm. How do I know Shoshul Katan's the worm? There's a Rashi. Shoshul Tolas. That's a worm. Um, let's see some Rashis. Pirtsef Adam Lehud Tishtari. 
the face of a, it's a little higher up, the face of a human alone should be okay. Shayu echad mehen b'chayos. It's only one of the four parts. Afiu hacha amar adika kula b'hadi adadi. You said only if you have all four. So more said shemader el yod berkia shavi, the the seventh heaven. Kakinen iti. Hashem's up there in the seventh heaven, but down here in the lower heavens, avacham levon uchav mazos. That's in the lower sky. Hasheni kamim b'sekses chagiga. Shul shul tolast afikim. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, so again, there's a question of making things and a question of worshipping things. Gemara says, Are you even allowed to make things? Do not make things. Do not make things that serve in front of Hashem in the sky. So now the problem is we went full circle and it comes out that evidence seems to indicate you shouldn't be allowed to make the moon. So how did Rib Gamliel do it? So that's the puzzle we have to solve. Morris said, Shani Rib Gamliel Masalo. He got them on Amazon. He didn't make them. Somebody else made them. We said you can't make them. I actually knew it. Somebody else made them. A non-Jew. He bought them from... In other words, as a Jewish person, you're not allowed to make them. But if a scientist or a globe company wants to make them, then you could buy them. Not as an idol, but just as, a, as, a, as an image. So I, I actually knew a sculptor that became from, and he, he was having trouble because he wasn't sure, you know, it was complicated what he was allowed to make. The, the rules of making things, images, is stricter than an image that already exists. Um, so... Um, I wonder how that relates to like a grafted tree is illegal, but if you own a tree that's grafted, then you... Right, that's, that's similar to something like that. That's correct, yeah. Because um, it's not an idol, it's just an image. Ramosha has a tshuva that when uh, John F. Kennedy was killed, they made a committee to make a bust. And there were some prominent Jews that were on that committee. They wanted to know, can they raise money for this... Graven, is this a graven image? Is there a problem with that? They, they were, were, was paying for it, making it. That's what they wanted. He came out, it was okay for the, this, uh, 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 yeah, to collect money for it, because it was in order to honor him, and it probably wasn't a lifelike image. It's very rare that the Romans were into making, like, even the toenails, you know, like it was very lifelike. Today's, uh, you know, busts and things are not totally, you know, um, uh, human-like. So that's uh, it's the first answer is that he got it from someone else. The non-Jew made it. I Rabbi Huda da Cherem Asolo, and uh, the case of Rabbi Huda was he got it from someone else over there. He bought a nice ring, and it was a signet ring, and it had a idol on the signet. So but Omer Shmuel Rabbi Huda, and Shmuel said Rabbi Huda he said Shinin a sharp one. He was trying to be nice to him because he was telling him to bust his ring. He said Sama Einaudina, just break the eyes. You know, because there was an image of a person with eyes, he said, "Just break the eyes in the ring." So you see that even though he bought the ring from someone else, it's not permitted. The Morris says, "Hasmo chosmo bold." That's different. Since the seal of the ring stood out, umushum kshad, it looked funny. It looked like I guess it wasn't really an idol. It was just his people used to sign with like their own little. You know, they had everybody had instead of their signature, they had their. Um, some people used an eagle, some people used a frog, some people used uh, different things people used as their family seal. So, uh, but it looked, it looked funny. If your ring is sticking out, 
Asilanicho mutilaximbo. You're uh, you're not allowed to uh, um, to uh, push it into something, but you can use it to sign. Chosmoshikua. On the other hand, if it if it's uh, this it's it's not extended out, but it's extended in mutilaniko, then you're allowed to wear it, but asilan you can't sign with it because when you seal in the wax, you're going to turn the wax into the image. Why are we worried? Are we afraid people will say maybe Reb Gamliel is worshipping that? Are we afraid of such a thing? But there's a famous shul. We know where the shul is. It's somewhere in Iraq, unless it got destroyed. That was in Nardoi. The Havi Bay was a very famous shul. Well, let's see the Rashi in a second. That was built by the uh, Jews that, that uh, left Yerushalayim at, at the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. And they put in the stones of the of the Yushalayim in this shul, David be Andrachia, and the king put a statue of himself up in front of the shul. Now Vava Al Rav and they used to daven there, and they walked right by the statue of So what what are you saying that you can't have a ring with a Buddha on it? Because people are going to think that you're doing something funny. They walked right by the statue all the time. The word said Rabim Shani. That was in a public place. There was no suspicion. If somebody was doing was bowing to it, people would see. So at this point, our answer is that Reb Gamliel was allowed to do it because it was his based in. But Reb Gamliel had it in his house. So if it was in his house, so let's be suspicious. If somebody were to see him pull out the moon, maybe he's a secret Mooney. The Gemara says, no, Kivan the Nasi Hushkiak Rabin Gabe. His house was like Grand Central Station. He, he, he was the president, so everybody was there. there was, he had servants, he had people all around, so he, he couldn't be a secret moon worshiper. That's answer number one. Or you by say the Prakim, it was a Lego moon. You know, it was put together, it was pieces. It wasn't a full. It was a, really? That's what you call it? A paper moon? Okay. I haven't heard that expression. You boy say the Islamic of it. Or. He did it in order to teach to exceed lo talami lasus. You're not allowed to make it to worship. Maybe it is permitted if you're trying to teach a lesson and learn how to do it. Then it would be okay. Let's do that, Rashi. Shaf um, It's about the shul. I was fascinated by that shul. Makamhu. It's a certain place. And some people explain how to get that name. Shaviyasa means like back and forth. Uh, uh, he says Shekhar of Achozva Nivna. It got destroyed and they rebuilt it. Vitamin Haisa Shkina Mitsuya Sham. He says the Shkina was in that shul. Vyachonya Vagolis Banu. It was built by the king, the Davidic king, when he went into Gullis. Shaso Imahem may Avni Yushalayim, and they brought stones from Yushalayim. Valeim Namar, he rutza Avdecha Asavanaha. And what's Andrachia? That's the android. Andrachia, Tselum Demus Hamelech. That was the, uh, the image of the, of the, of the king. Uh, but the bottom line was, I think they know where that shul is, which is just amazing, because I, I think it's been destroyed, or when it's destroyed again. I don't think anybody davens there. And nobody's going to go to Iraq as a tourist. It's not a good place to go to, but it still exists. Okay.